Good morning. It's Monday, October 9th, Indigenous Peoples Day. Now, technically, the federally observed holiday is Columbus Day, but more and more states are fading out that observation since Christopher Columbus was a, uh, you know, generally horrific monster who couldn't read a map and then stole land and then continued to be a horrific monster on the land he stole. So people were like, maybe we call it something else. Only 16 states, as well as the territory of American Samoa, still call it Columbus Day. Instead, almost everyone else observes Indigenous Peoples Day to instead recognize the native populations that were displaced by Columbus, as well as other European explorers. And now, the news. On Saturday, the world watched in shock as the news came in that Israel was attacked by Hamas, the terrorist group established in 1987 that governs more than 2 million Palestinians. Now, I'm going to attempt to explain how we got to Saturday and where we are as of recording this on Sunday night, but first, a disclaimer. This may honestly be the first episode that I have ever been nervous to put out because it is vital to get this right. It's also so emotionally charged that it's almost impossible to get this right in everyone's eyes. This is an incredibly complicated situation. It's political and it's emotional. And I'm going to do my best to explain what's happening here. But it is dang near impossible to try and explain a story that is at once hundreds of years old, as well as 74 years old, and also just a few days old in like seven-ish minutes. So as always, I'm going to try my best, but this is big and it's important. Please. Do not let me be the only place that you're learning about this. Okay, so let's start with some background. In 1947, the United Nations adopted the Partition Plan, which divided the British Mandate of Palestine into Arab and Jewish states. And then in 1948, the State of Israel was created, which sparked the first Arab-Israeli War. When Israel won that war in 1949, 750,000 Palestinians were displaced, And that territory was divided into three parts, the state of Israel, the West Bank of the Jordan River, and the Gaza Strip. Now, here's where it gets tricky. Well, it's already tricky. Here's where it continues to be tricky. The West Bank and Gaza Strip are known as Palestinian territories. Together with East Jerusalem and Israel, they form an area that was known as Palestine since the Roman times. In the Bible, however, They are also the lands of Jewish kingdoms. Even though Israel was declared a state in 1948, it is still referred to as Palestine by those who don't recognize Israel's right to exist. In December of 1987, a Palestinian Islamist militant group called Hamas was formed after the first uprising by Palestinians living in the West Bank and Gaza Strip. The group is sworn to the destruction of Israel, and so Hamas and Israel have been in conflict since the group's creation. It is recognized by the United States as a terrorist group. In 2007, Hamas won Palestinian legislative elections and became the governing power in the Gaza Strip. Early on, they were embraced by Palestinians because they were seen as being less corrupt than the Palestinian Authority, as well as being more willing to stand up to Israel. However, as their lives have worsened under their power, Hamas has lost the support of some Palestinians. Hamas is a group within Palestine. They are not all of Palestine. And that's super, super, super important here. And just like every international conflict, 
everyone's got allies. Hamas is frequently united against Israel with Islamic Jihad. They are also allied with Syria, as well as the Shiite Islamist group Hezbollah in Lebanon in their opposition against United States and Israeli policies. And most vocal in their support is Iran, which regularly supplies the group with weapons, tech, and training. On Israel's side, they are a member of the United Nations, as well as maintain full diplomatic relations between Egypt and Jordan. So in summary, which I'm going to come back to that word summary in a minute, this is a biblically old conflict with major players on either side. And in the middle is the Gaza Strip, where more than 2 million people live in a 25-mile-long area, which means it is deeply, densely populated, and they are being governed by a terrorist group and surrounded by conflict. 80% of Gaza's population relies on international aid. And again, going back to that word summary, I truly cannot stress this enough. Calling this a Cliff's Note summary is like calling, I don't know, just like hotter now, a Cliff's Note version of climate change. Does that work? The point is, this is a Cliff's Notes version of a Cliff's Notes note about Cliff. But that is kind of where we are broadly in regard to the conflict between Hamas and Israel. Though many, including many an American president, have attempted to bring a peace treaty to the area, both unofficial and official wars, conflicts, and attacks have waxed, waned, but never truly left. Still, though, what happened over the weekend was unprecedented and truly shocking, as Hamas launched a massive and highly coordinated surprise attack on Israel that killed, as of this recording, at least 700 Israelis. Expect that number to be, unfortunately, outdated by the time you hear this. The attack includes a music festival where 250 bodies have been recovered and a currently unknown number of hostages, possibly including Americans. What we do know for sure is that at least four Americans are dead from this attack. Following the attack, retaliatory Israeli airstrikes have killed at least 413 Palestinians, a number that, again, is unfortunately likely to be outdated by the time you hear this. So what's next? Who knows? President Biden has already come out to voice his support for Israel. Israel's Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, who has, since January, seen hundreds of thousands of protesters in the streets over the government's proposal to neutralize the Supreme Court, just to give you an idea of his vibe, has officially declared what he calls a, quote, long and difficult war. Netanyahu also urged Palestinians to leave any area of the Gaza Strip where militants may be hiding ahead of their retaliation. A difficult task made more difficult by a 16-year-old blockade that Israel imposed, which restricts the imports of goods, including electronics, and prevents most people from leaving. So see what I mean when I say this is complicated. And the future here is unknown, but scary. Here in America, our hands are a little tied as far as how we can help, since without a speaker, it is genuinely unclear whether even a resolution, let alone money or policy, can be passed. The House returns tomorrow to attempt to get ourselves a speaker. Who knows how long this will take? This is a rapidly developing story. And again, I am begging you, please do not let me be the only place that you're learning about this. Do not let one single place be the only source of information that you're getting. And above all, Remember that we are talking about hundreds dead 
on both sides in a wildly complicated conflict. We can hold two thoughts in our head at once, and now might be one of the most important times that we have ever done this. You can be appalled and also heartbroken. That's it. That's the news. I tried. Get some good sleep tonight because this is going to be a long week of news, I think. I'm proud of you.